Podcast Network Asia. Hey, sports fans. Welcome to our podcast exclusive OTR Sidelines. Where we step off the court and have off-the-record conversations with our friends from the sports media industry. Migs Bustos, Chesco Liton Palau. OTR Sidelines. This is Off the Record. Hey sports fans, this is Migs And Cheska, welcome to our podcast exclusive OTR Sidelines Where we step off the court and have off-the-record conversations With our friends from the sports media industry And of course today we have one of the two courtside reporters Who got to enter the PBA bubble Please welcome Miss Denise Tan Hi Denise Hi, Hi Denise. hello Cheska Hello Migs and to everybody watching the show Hello <laughs> Thank you for joining us in today's that's <laughs> energy Thank you for joining us in today's podcast exclusive Denise. Shempre, we we know that there were only two courtside reporters who were able to enter the PBA bubble, and this lasted for two and a half months. Mm-hmm. Sixty-three oh days to be exact. Bilang, Tama ba? Bilang Parang ganon. Oh, wow. kasi syempre gustong-gusto mo na makauwi, di ba? So yeah, roughly sixty-three, sixty-four days inside. When you were asked uh, if you wanted to join or if you could join the PBA bubble, ano yung mga thoughts na pumasok sa isip mo? Because obviously, that's a that's a long commitment. Um, mm-hmm. You had to leave your family here and all of that. What what was your initial reaction? Initially, I was just excited. I mean, it's been a long time. Before entering the PBA bubble, the last time I was on cam was March 10. Alalang-alala ko talaga oh, yun. Gosh. Yeah, I was excited because I I haven't really worked on cam for around seven months. Shempre, me ma concerns regarding health protocols, how it's gonna work. Because, ano she, first time for everybody. Um, didn't really know if it was gonna be a success. Didn't really know what kind of risks were involved. Um, but then again, nung explain naman sa akin how things were gonna be, what the SOPs were. Um, I was confident enough naman, not just with the PBA team, but syempre yung, you know, with the Sports 5 Signal family, uh, that Selena, myself, and everybody was going to be safe there. So, yeah. Hmm. Uh, Denise, siguro para sa mga PBA fans na nakikinig ngayon, ano ba ang life like inside the bubble? 63 days, malamang siguro mga two weeks pa lang, <laughs> home mo na yun eh. <laughs> the first 14 days, home mo na siya. Ano pa kaya yung 63 what was it like for you? Uh, very routinary. Because <laughs> there's really nothing you'll be able to do aside from work. Um, well, at least from our end. Because aside from from reporting from the sidelines, meron din kaming features that we have to shoot. And then sometimes tinatap din kami ng news. So meron kami mga live updates. Yeah, so basically... Yung setup namin na Serena during eliminations is alternate days kami. But during our days off, that's the time or that's the day na maghahagilap kami ng mga players. So typically, four teams, like 14 players each. So ilan yun? 28, 56 yung hahanapin mo. Um, if you would want to talk to everybody, every single one. But at the very least, that's something that you, you'd have to be open to doing. Kasi... 
hindi mo alam eh, baka mamaya low scoring game, sobrang bagal, batohan ka ng batohan, hingan ka ng hingan. Um, so yeah, and then during your free time, kung meron man, um, either we try to just take a walk or sleep or eat. Actually, tanggalin mo na yung walk, sleep or eat. Yun <laughs> so yeah, that's basically, ano, that's basically the life for us reporters inside. Talagang trabaho lang ng trabaho. Okay, the stuff we saw on camera would be, and one of the more entertaining things we saw on camera was yung mga baon ng players. Diba? Pagandahan sila ng baon, may mga nagbaon ng wine, may mga nagbaon ng kung ano ng chips, yung pwede na sila magtaru- magtayo ng sari-sari store. But mm-hmm. for, for the reporters... What were the things that you knew you had to bring kasi mahirap nang makakuha sa labas? Ako personally, check, nagbaon ako ng sarili kong clothes uh, rack, rather, clothes okay. rack. Wow! Kasi, really? Yeah, yeah. Nag-setup ako doon. So, I don't know if you guys saw yung initially ko ano yung setup ng kwarto. So, it's a twin um, setup. So, parallel yung beds na ganyan. Pinaghiwalay namin si Lina just so that we have some sort of privacy in that small room. Tapos, um, of course, Kevin was there. So, Kevin was sending us pictures kung ano yung ng closet, ng ganyan. So, yun, nag-decide ako, nagdala ko ng sarili kong clothes rack, nagdala ko ng, what else did it? Batcha? <laughs> ano ba? Nag, I think halfway, halfway through the the bubble, nagpadala ko ng extra hangers, nagpadala ko ng extra clothes, Kasi at one point, magsasawa ka na magpa-laundry at saka maglaba. <laughs> so, what else? Yeah, tapos yung mga regular lang na grocery coming in. Now, Denise, uh, sabi nga ni Check, ang dami mga players na mga kanya-kanyang style eh. Ang pinaka-memorable for me, una ko nakita yung kina Ryan Aranya. Kinabogay. Sari-sari store. Sari-sari store nila. <laughs> Nag, nagbigay si James Yap ng 1,000 tapos hindi nila binigay. So, yung mga kulitan nilang ganun, di ba? Kanya-kanyang setup. Pero yung mga bagets, yung mga younger players, yung mga iba, nagdala ng mga PS5, mga gamers, di ba? Yeah. Siguro sa mga sa mga setup nila sa kanilang mga kwarto, ano yung mga memorable sa'yo? That's how are they like, you know, not like basketball players? Ako, what I like kasi, in general to, not just what I saw from inside the room and kung ano yung mga bao nila. Like, I I knew I know for a fact na, like, kunyari si Kib Bontalbo, he brought his whole PC setup to play and I think to study as well. Basta, like, CPU everything. Um, not just a PlayStation. Um, but yun nga, outside of the basketball court, you just felt like everybody was nicer to each other everybody cared more for each other kasi parang you guys are on the same boat eh. Pare-parehas kayong stuck inside. Pare-parehas kayong nag-challenge yung EQ. Diba? So, I think that's what I like most about seeing the players inside the bubble. And then, of course, 63 days in a bubble is no joke. Um, yeah. And knowing na you have to do the same thing Every single day for 63 days, uh-huh. my chance na mapagod ka, na burnout ka. Did that ever happen to you? Did you feel oh, yeah. the exhaustion? Did you feel the fatigue? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I guess it's okay for Selena. Ano, for Selena no? Pero kaming dalawa, share ko na lang din. I think by the third week. So the first three weeks, I remember, if she's doing the game, I'm going to watch her game. 
so that I know what's happening. Kasi syempre, baka two days from now, yun naman yung, yung teams ko, ba? But I think three weeks in, we stopped watching. Kasi parang we couldn't take it anymore na every single day. <laughs> we, kasi we start working siguro mga 9 a.m. Basta may sumagot. Actually, even earlier than that. Pag may sumagot sa'yo, start ka na ng mga tawag. Because you can't really go up to them anymore. Mm-hmm. Not before a game, not during, not after. Um, and then, if you would schedule an interview with them na one-on-one, most likely, hindi kayo magtutugma ng sked because they have gym time, they have sleeping time, may practice. Iba-iba eh. We stopped. We stopped watching. As in, parang... Sige, let's just figure it out. Let's just look at the stats. Let's look at the stories. Um, we've covered them one way or another and then just pick up from there. Kasi, I mean, it's part of the job also to know at, at the very least what happened at the end of the game, diba? But parang, we took it upon ourselves to give ourselves a break also. Na parang, okay, you don't have to watch basketball five hours a day and then work five hours before that, and then maybe work another two to three hours after that. Doon kami medyo nag-break ng, ng konti, na parang, okay lang, kaya yeah. natin habulin yan. Yeah. Huwag tayong manood ng basketball ng every single day, five hours. <laughs> eh, kayo naman, Denise, ano ang pastime ni Selena? Sabi mo nga, nag-break na kayo eh. What do you like to do to unwind? <laughs> Ako, um, I normally would hang out with the other production, I mean with the crew. So, minsan nakit kami dun sa lounge sa taas. So, we do whatever. We just have coffee, we'd eat, we'd order um, food. Um, sila, nag-ano sila eh, mga, ano ba tawag dun? Ga- Mobile Legends Mobile or what now? <laughs> oh, yan. Ako kasi hindi ako gamer eh. Wala akong kaalam-alam sa ganyan. So, nakikinood lang ako, nakikichika lang ako, you know, waiting for the tea all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yun lang. And there's really nothing you can do eh. Na, let's say we do go out, wala lang kaming bola, manghihiram lang kami from time to time. Or let's say um, we can't really go to the gym all the time because their schedule was like 6 a.m. to 6.45. And if you miss that, you're out. Like, wala ka na ibang pwedeng gawin. So sometimes you just have to choose, itutulog mo ba ng konti o papaka-healthy ka? Hello, this is Agnes Ravasho, CEO at MDI Novaria Technologies. Come listen to My Digital Impact, where I talk about customer experience obsession with fellow business leaders, about relatable moments on customer excellence, and teachable experiences on customer service. My Digital Impact is available wherever you listen to your podcasts, powered by Podcast Network Asia. Check us out after listening to this one. So, So, of course, you mentioned outside the games, the features, shooting the features was mm-hmm. also non-stop. And I remember watching your feature with Chard, Del Rosario. <laughs> that was one of my favorites because, you know, if you get free throw lessons from someone, you get it from Chard. Because Chard knows free throws. But outside of that feature with Chard, what were the other um, halftime features that you remember the most? Yung mga favorite features na nagawa mo that you really discovered something 
uh, about the players that people didn't really know that much about. One of the features I like, kay Coach Danny Ildefonso. So we made a feature about him, and then we talked about, syempre, he has two sons who's doing very well in the collegiate league, the UAP. Um, so we were talking about that. Tapos sabi namin, nakaka-pressure naman kay Sean, tsaka kay Dave, kasi syempre, <laughs> Coach Danny, yung, yung level mo, yung standard mo, diba? <laughs> and then, I mean, looking at him, it's obvious that he he's living a healthy lifestyle, diba? Pero yes, <laughs> he's he's so dedicated, and I'm I was just in awe. Na parang wow, it's been so many years. Tapos yung yung habits niya as an athlete, yung dedication niya to living a healthy lifestyle, he's passed on to not just his two sons but his daughters as well. Um, I always see him also, and we talked about. Um, his wife. His wife is really healthy as well. Pag nakikita mo yung stories niya, nag-workout sila. And then he also talked about having this project kasi um, he started vlogging. And I asked him, sabi ko, bakit? Why would you start vlogging? Ganyan. Sabi ko, nakakapagod. And he was like, no, no, no. This is not for me. This is not to build my own YouTube channel. This is for charity work. So apparently... He wants to have, yeah, he wants to have this um, avenue for um, the young kids back at his home to have the same opportunity as he did. Kasi sabi niya, sobrang life-changing nung, nung nangyari sa kanya. So things like like that. I think that's one of my, aside from the fact na growing up, I watched Danny Ai. Yeah, na, we, we eh, love talag- Danny Ai. Oo, di ba? Raise the roof. Raise the roof. Nakakatuwa lang talaga na I mean, you get to know these people in a whole another and deeper level. Na hindi lang sila yung parang idol mo because they're good inside the court. But you know, they're genuinely good people that want to help out. Now, Denise, uh, going back to a production question, it's no secret that the commentators, right? Mm-hmm. Analysts and the anchors were from the studio in Manila. What was mm-hmm. it like working with them? Naka off tube sila. Off tube is a term in broadcast where they just broadcast from their monitors. They're not actually live mm-hmm. inside the game. And you girls were there from the bubble. Was it mm-hmm. any difference na nakausap na sila hindi mo sila nakikita dun sa panel? What was it like uh, through that experience? It was a bit challenging. Uh, Magu and I were talking about this. Pag magkasama ka si kayo sa court let's say may bumagsak parang injury or whatnot, you're gonna get an update. The panel could immediately see you walking up towards the huddle, di ba? So alam niya na, pwede niya na i-build up yun. Maya-maya, banga natin, babalitaan tayo ni Denise. Ngayon, bulag sila eh. They couldn't really see that. And then, um, the challenges of that as well is limited lang yung paso ko. So before, anytime that I give them the thumbs up, my floor director or kahit yung panel mismo, senyasa na lang kayo, pwede niya nang ibato sa'yo. So this time, I only had a chance of reporting, I think, um, from Gap, which is basically from like a commercial or something, or um, from a timeout. So minsan, wala na, sunog na sunog na yung report mo. Kasi mag-report ka about, let's say, somebody who fell down. Eh, kita mo, tumatakbo-takbo na, pero alam mo yun, <laughs> So, sunog na sunog ka na ngayon kasi doon ka nag-focus for your last report. So, maghahanap ka na naman ngayon ng panibago mong i-report. 
So, yun lang naman. Um, mas maganda rin sana if they're talking about a specific topic or a specific person, tas singit ka nalang bigla. But then we couldn't do that nga. Kasi hindi masyadong... Kasi bulag, basically. And uh, may delay din ng konti. So sometimes binato na sa'yo and it takes like three to five seconds before you can actually hear the panel um, giving it to you. Of course, since it's only you and Selena who can ever talk about what it's like being a courtside reporter in the last PBA bubble, and I'm sure that there were so many... Like, you've, you've been a courtside reporter for quite a while na rin, na you would think na, okay, I've seen everything, I've done everything, but then you are placed in the first ever PBA mm-hmm. bubble. And then I'm sure you realize na, wait lang, ang dami ko pa palang hindi na experience So coming out of that bubble, what were the things that you just realized while you were in there when it comes to your career? Um... Ang hirap. Ang hirap ng tanong mo, Cheska. <laughs> Namiss universe moment ako. <laughs> no, um, tama ka. Like what you mentioned, no one could ever, ano, no one could ever talk about the bubble as reporters aside from me and Selena. Kasi you would never be able to explain how it was to work inside the bubble unless you're actually inside the bubble. Um, a lot of the people that I got to talk to when I got outside now, when I went out now, I was like, parang madali lang naman because you're doing the same thing. And I always tell them you're never going to be able to, to I, I'm never going to be able to explain how it really felt. Now, in terms of uh, the job itself, I think what I learned is that you have to just work extra, extra hard because there are times na yung pinakasimpleng kwento na nadaanan mo lang yun pa yung pinakamaganda. I mean, that goes as well for when it's not a bubble. Pero kasi minsan, mas marami talagang nangyayari from the personal side of the players and the coaches na minsan hindi mo siya dadaanan kung nasa labas tayo. Hindi mo makikita yung anggulong yun. And I felt like that's something that I need to bring with me even if hindi na tayo mag-bubble. Like, sundutan mo na lang na sundutan kung ano man yung maisip mo, kahit na feeling mo irrelevant, just go for it because it might make out a good story. Denise, I'm curious uh, as a courtside reporter kasi para sa mga nanonood na mga fans or audience, parang, uy, the best seat in the house. Diba? As the mm-hmm. trabaho niya. Diba? She's there on the sidelines uh, where, wherever she is. Pero what is it really like as a courtside reporter? Do you get to watch the game? Do you get to know all the details? And how has the job maybe changed? I don't know if, if change is the right word. Pero paano siya baka nag-develop over the years for you? First, you don't get to watch the whole game. Kasi you're walking around. Um, sometimes kailangan mong bitawan yung action on the court because you have to look at the bench. You have to approach the bench. Maybe you have to talk to a particular coach or the PT or whatnot. Um, so yeah, you don't necessarily watch 100% of the game because you write stuff also. Um, I think, I'm not sure how much the game has changed um, or the reporting side of it has changed because I really started lang naman ng 
I think early 2018. So right before the bubble, I've been doing it for around two years lang. Actually, parang one and a half nga lang kasi diba yung, yung 2020 putol naman eh. I think for me, it's still the same nga. I mean, again, I've been doing it for around two years lang naman. And it's pretty much the same. It's It's still trying to learn as much as you can about the person you're interviewing before the actual interview and then trying to dig up more stories and then trying to pick the best story for that particular person. And I'm not sure if I should change that or that needs to be changed in general, but that's what has been working for me and that's what I've been doing the last couple of years. All right, Denise, before we let you go, Considering everything that you experienced in those 63 days, considering all your features, all the games that you covered, if you were asked to do another bubble, if you were asked to enter another bubble, would you say yes? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I don't see any reason why I wouldn't. It was a great experience. It was such a blessing. Again, I I, I think I've talked to Migs about this in the past also. When I was inside the bubble... And to somebody else as well. Na, you know, given the situation we're in, it's such a privilege to have to have work, to have that livelihood. Diba? And it's not just work na sige pantawid lang. And there's nothing wrong with pang, mga pangtawid. But this is what I want to do. Eh. And to be given that opportunity, I mean, it, it's it's such a no-brainer for me, especially since um Na experience ko rin naman na, you know, I felt really safe inside. I felt the bond. I felt that I grew um, as well inside the bubble. So, if they would ask me, actually, kahit nga yung four months na nababali-balita before, sabi ko, sige, okay lang. Go pa din ako. Doesn't matter. Alright. Thank you so much, Denise, for guesting on the show. So good to see you again, by the way. So good to see you. <laughs> Actually, hindi parang matagal na talaga tayong hindi <laughs> But yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you. Migs, thank, you thank you, thank you. Thank you for Salamat. taking time for us. So once again, this has been, thank you, Denise Stan, for guesting on OTR Sidelines as we talked about her experiences inside the PBA bubble. Once again, this has been Migs Pustos and Cheska Liton Kalaw. And this is OTR Sidelines. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>